0: Whether you keep them in your home or love to see them in theirs, these are the creatures that bring us all together.
1: Reptiles. Reptiles. We're going to be delving into the experiences of reptile lovers from around the block and around the world. This is, is the reptile, reptile Talk Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Jeremy Turgeon from Brass Man Reptiles. And I'm Robin. I'm Creeping It Real. And tonight. We have a very special guest. One, an in-studio was, guest, An too.
0: in-studio guest that we're doing live on Instagram. So make sure you're following us at reptile.talk on Instagram because you can see some occasional episodes like this live while it's happening. That's right. So who do we got on tonight, Jeremy?
1: We got Mr. Dan Megano is in the building. Hey. What's up, dude? I am here. He's here. The yeah. goes wild. <sighs> It's just that one guy. Yes, yeah, it's just that one guy. Well, it's, just, it's just like baseball.
2: <laughs>
3: you guys need to give me like a cardboard cutout or something, you know? Yeah. Yes. It's
1: for COVID. Dude, dude, my, <laughs> when I was down in North Carolina, the first trip I took down, I, my friends turned on the Mets game, and right behind home plate was just cardboard cutouts. Yeah. Yep. Ever, I yep. was like, what? the hell is going
0: on right the, now. the
3: first time they did it they put like some of the players put their dogs in the seat so it was like cardboard because their dogs. oh really and so the Braves were playing the Mets and one of the players hit a home run and it hit like Jeff McNeil's dog <laughs> oh, no. so like a big joke, you know. <laughs> oh, no. but then they were they were charging people I saw LSU was charging people like $50 to have a cardboard have cutout in the of stands themselves? yeah I said I would totally do it if I had 50 bucks but I want an unobstructed view like I'm not paying $50 <laughs> for my be cardboard cutout them. to not see anything you know <laughs>
2: Oh my oh, So Dan, amazing. you
1: came
3: up
0: here today for one reason and one reason only—the Reptile have...
1: Talk podcast. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah obviously, not that, to that... have me touch your snakes.
3: Yeah, Rob loves to violate my snakes. <laughs> just to be clear, just yeah. to be clear,
0: yeah. But you produced some really nice short tails this season, and you brought up—this some... is was that your last clutch for this season? Yeah, yep, that's uh, the last one. Little Sumatra short tails, and they are black. So impossibly black. Good for you. Thank Good you. for you. you. A hot time machine. Uh, that you did actually didn't get cursed this clutch. You no, actually got a decent it's, amount it's of females. Like
3: a, this is like a first in the past. I don't know how many <laughs> years. Because my incubator, we were joking around that snakes could be like temp determined. Because my incubator was a sausage fest for like four years running, pretty much. But this pretty is the much. first clutch in a while that was female heavy. Uh, which is nice because it's a clutch that I really needed to be female-heavy, so I'm not complaining at all. Mm. It was worth the wait. And now, how many are going to be holdbacks? Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's tough because there's only nine, and there's the one baby, obviously, that's kinked that will not be not be uh, a holdback mm. for obvious reasons. Um, so I'm probably, I'm thinking of at least keeping 2.2, maybe 2.3. Mm. I have some obligations. Honestly, I would like to just keep everything.
2: But, but <laughs> I, I made thornios. some promises.
3: Yeah. There's a few people out there. Um, you know, my friend Jesse, April, and Kara, you know, I've promised stuff too. So if they back out, then it's more holdbacks for me. But mm. I, don't, I don't foresee that happening. Yeah. Most people don't really back out of Sumatran, so. No, no. Especially the nice ones, like,
0: yours are already black. Like, a lot of That's Sumatrans, true. they hatch out, and they're like, oh, you're, like, a little bit dark. And these things are already so impossibly black and it's yeah. like they're just gonna get better as they get bigger so you That's know true. you can't let those go why, no why, why, and every you? year i let
3: some go i'm like why why why, why did I do, I do that, that? <laughs> <laughs> especially because like the market for them is so great like mm-hmm. it's it's not i don't ever have a problem selling them i just can't produce enough is the only problem that i have yep. yeah so i'm trying to hold back more and then everybody will stop holding them back it's like well if i hold back more then i, I can make can, more yeah i can make more and then everybody wins yes
0: yeah. Um, that's how I feel with my Borneos I, I was like I'll keep back a couple and then I'm like I'll just keep back Man, half
1: listening to Rob's babies. plans for holdbacks <laughs> oh. and then witnessing Rob's plans yeah. for holdbacks uh, two yeah. very different things right. I'm embarrassed <laughs> I'm like, you, you he was be. like he was like no no, I only want to hold back maybe one or two males and then maybe like two four. maybe three or four like, like, depending hold back on what they look like yeah. Yeah. yeah and then he's like I yeah. sold like two or three yeah and I think I'm keeping the rest and I was like yeah
0: yeah, you sure, buddy? I, I literally looked at my morph market again, and I was like, "Oh, I've only got like five things for sale, or something like that." I was like, hmm,
3: "It's hard." I thought man. I had
0: more for sale.
3: I guess it's all about. Guess it. not. I, I Borneos are the hardest for that too, because mm-hmm. they're so polygenic. It's like every single baby you could convince yourself there's a direction to go in with that baby, mm-hmm. and like even the most. Like rudimentary wild type looking one, it's like, well, it's got a funny pattern, or well, a little bit of a reverse a, stripe, yeah, there's, there's or there's this yeah. going on, or you know, that color's a little off from the norm. What can I do with that?
2: Yeah, and,
3: and that's the problem I have at my house right now because I'm a pretty streamlined person, all things considered, but Borneos really, really make that tough because mm-hmm. I have like 17 different directions with Borneos, and I'm like, I have, I have animals that I'm raising. But I don't mm. even know what I'm going to breed it to. I'm like hoping something hits me <laughs> one day. Because I'm like, well, this is perfect and I just need
0: this. I, I know when I see it. I'm yeah. going to
3: know what animal goes with that. Yeah, yeah. A- Astra That's- is my Achilles heel, man. I still can't find anything. That male that you have is probably the closest I've seen Rob Ballantyne's male, that dark Yes! One. I keep trying to convince him. I'm like, me, just send it to me, me alone. Too. He's like, well, send her to me on loan. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. no, no, no. <laughs> we're both just yeah. at, at an impasse there. Yeah. Because I, that would be perfect. Mm, yeah.
0: I literally I message him on a pretty regular basis. I'm like, You looking to you're looking to move that one and yeah. it's so dark. I'm just saying I got some stuff I can do. Like, yeah. And then you,
3: you think in your head, you're like, I really, really like Rob and Jessica because they're both great people. Just yes. so like maybe they could just fall on like a slightly hard time where you got a <laughs> part with that snake, and you're like, I'm a bad person for thinking that. Jesus. Dan. That's, but that's what goes through your head. <laughs> <laughs> like and then they could get babies and start yeah over. I'll hook them back the fuck yeah. up yeah Jesus yeah I'm a uh, bad person in case anybody was unaware uh, was on. but make and sure I that don't. you follow them on Instagram yeah, at
0: DanMeganoSnakes I really yeah. don't want anything bad to happen to either one of them
3: they're wonderful people I just um, want to be able to hook him up with cool snakes And if you do talk to them, always ask them which one of the twins is older, because they love that question. (laughs) 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 But Dan, you don't just have short tails;
0: you also work with a variety of other things. I I heard that you hate white-lip pythons, (laughs) and and all the pythons. Different. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
3: I actually love both species a great deal. Uh, Olives, I will admit, like everybody built them up so much. They're They're so super intelligent, and it's not that they aren't but I think people built them up so much that I put them on this pedestal that like just doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And then I got mine and I'm like, I I don't don't see anything in them where I feel like they're smarter than the short tails. Mm -hmm. You know, I I think short tails are fairly intelligent snakes, so I'm not dissing their intelligence by any means, but I don't see like that. Wow. You know, you are working with a King Cobra. You're like, wow, look at the motor turn, you know, right. You know, you're working with a monitor or something like that. Like I don't see that with olive pythons.
1: Um, it's just food yeah yeah it's, it's like you might warm. be warm oh you were yeah. food before but today but today now five minutes yeah. after yeah. you know your what? food
3: i think you're food yeah, let's just but, test it let's yeah. just yeah. and then my white lips couldn't be further apart in personality my male is like completely awesome mm-hmm. i just recently moved him into a cage from a tub and i was like really nervous about that mm-hmm. because yeah. they're so cage defensive to begin with and they're so nervous but it actually seems to have worked in the in the right direction for him. Really, them. that's good. Yeah, I mean, he ate the first time I offered in there, which was a big deal because white lips are one of those snakes where if they're not happy, they're like, no, I'm not
2: eating. Well, yeah, I'm yeah,
3: yeah exactly. Yep. Um, so he ate the first time, and then handling him, he didn't even musk me taking him out, which I was impressed. I mean, I used the hook to just grab him initially because he was in the back. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it's one of those snakes where if I just reach in and grab him, he's going to probably bite me. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. But he's great. I take him outside, I can put him in the grass, I can leave him down for ten minutes, pick him up, like there's no... nothing. That's
1: cool, yeah, yeah. My female... The, the big beast. Yeah, I'm not, allowed, I'm, I'm not
3: allowed to turn on the lights in the house, I'm not allowed
0: <laughs> to breathe. She's got your wallet, she's got your nuts yeah. on a jar on the show. Basically, yeah. It's, it's
3: like being, and she's big. Yeah, yeah, she's big. Yeah. She's one of the biggest white lips that I've ever seen. Uh, I finally got her out after two years for pictures, um, and mm. like, People that saw this picture, I don't know if you saw it or not. Oh, I think um, I did, she's yeah, yeah, She's, she's massive. She's yeah. I don't know. how. Everyone's like, well, how long is she? I'm like, if you want to come measure her, you can. But yeah, I'm, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I'm not sticking that string on her mouth
1: because I know where that ends. <laughs> yeah, oof, um, Yeah. But Measure I, the shed, take off 20%. Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
3: <laughs> she's she's definitely over eight feet. Uh, she may even be pushing nine, but I don't know for Jeez. sure. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny because her head is enormous, which white lips have, have big heads, but she's probably a 10 plus year old animal. So her head's really big. Um, especially because white, I want to hold her. Yeah. You can it's come such over a, a bad idea, but I want to hold her. Yeah. You know what? If she's in the shift box and you take her outside, she's not bad because she's out of her element. Like yeah. most white mm-hmm. once you remove them from the cage, they're different animals. Yeah. Yeah. They're still more nervous and more flighty than a lot of species. I scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty similar in that regard. I think, I think scrubs might be a slightly, I don't know if they're more reactive, but I feel like, I don't know. It's just a little different, but mm. it's it's similar. Um, but they're they're one of those snakes where all of a sudden they go behind you and grab you in the elbow because spook <laughs> something spooks <you laughs> been Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. So I was cautious when I had her out, and, and I just, I actually used the hook in one hand and my hand in the other just to kind of get a feel for her. But she really was pretty good outside.
2: Mm, that's but I, good.
3: But I wonder four or five times from outside when she's like, all right, this is my jam now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> things, things may be different. So I made sure I got a picture when I had her out there. I'm like, I'm going to need to document this. Yeah. And I'll just Photoshop myself Dan into a different shirt. comes back and it's like, know?
1: I held the white lip the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Do you keep
3: venomous snakes? No. No, uh, no. Um,
1: she just got me good. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Lost a finger to the white <laughs> and, and I've heard they have like the most teeth of any python species, which I have Oof. not been bitten, knock on wood. Oof. But yeah. I, don't I don't know, know if that's true anymore. or not.
1: I've, been bit, I've only been bitten by small ones. I yeah, think the biggest yeah. one I was ever bitten by was maybe like three and a half feet. three foot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but that, that was... Yeah. She,
3: has, she has a head, like, I would say, yeah. like a like a nine to ten foot like, mainland retic head on her. Oof. And so, and with bigger teeth and whatever, like, I just, I really don't... I'm not one of those people who's going like, to get bit, but I don't want to get bit by her. <laughs> yeah, She's the yeah. only snake that, like, I sweat when she starts getting moody, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. God, here it comes, here That's it comes. That's fair, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I know she knows, and like, I'm, I've, like, I've accepted right. the fact that I am a That's part right. of the problem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't fix it. You know, she still yeah. she still gets my number. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. Uh, yeah. At least you're aware of it, though. Yeah. So many people would just be like, "I'm gonna smother it with love until it loves yeah, me." It's like, no, no, I'm I'm part of the well, no, of the not only that, but I I think.
3: To that point, a lot of keepers don't understand that sometimes certain snakes are just meant to be snakes, and they're just meant to be looked at from afar. You yeah. yeah. don't need to be hands on. It's nice to have them be hands on for the pet aspect, and yeah, yeah, if they need veterinary care or whatever it might be. But you know, sometimes we have to accept the fact that certain snakes are just never going to cross a certain point. They're going to hit a wall, and that's it for them. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I did the shift box with her. It's just less stress on her. It's less stress on me, but more so for her. Like you know, if I have to get her right. out, I'll get her out. Yeah, yeah, But if yeah. I can get her out without her having to, you know, stress out and musk and strike the glass 22 times, like yeah, yeah. that's a huge benefit for her. 100%. Um, and so I, I've been working with her slowly, and I need to get back on it because I haven't done it much lately. But teaching her that if she goes into the shift box on her own, that we can just have a peaceful interaction. And they're smart snakes. So yeah. after a couple times, she was doing it a little bit better, but now I haven't worked with her as much. And that's one thing I found with white lips mm-hmm. is, like, the repetition is important with them yeah like a short tail you get a short tail tame i could probably leave the thing in the cage for two years come in pick it up and the personality is the same yeah Yeah. but with the white lips i find when you get them to a point you have to keep working with them at that point consistently if you drop back then they kind of regress yeah
2: yeah, like even my
3: male is super tame but if i don't take him out for a week or two he starts to get like more and more antsy when i do take him Mm. out if i take him out once to twice a week consistently i don't have any issues with him yeah so where do you think they
0: are on the, like, intelligence level thing? Because, like, I, the only snakes, that I like, non-venomous snakes that I think of as like, super, super smarter scrubs. And I, I'm sure pop ones are pretty smart, too. I've seen them yeah. kind of looking like they're, you know, assessing situations know and stuff on, like, yeah, yeah, they know what's going
3: on. Where do you think that that white lips kind of fall on that? You know, I want to say that they're very intelligent, but then, like, it's been two and a half years and she still bashes her face off the glass. Mm-hmm. And, like, you wonder... but. But it's tough too because I think the biggest problem is we all have a standard of intelligence in our head and we want to just uniformly put it across all, all reptiles. Yeah. Mm. And mm. I know, like, keeping parrots, like, macaws and cockatoos are both very intelligent, but their intelligence is different. Macaws are more vocal and learning stuff like that, whereas a cockatoo could take apart a knot in seconds and they're mm. much more mechanically inclined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So their intelligence is, is pretty equal, mm. but it's just different. And I think a lot of reptiles are that way too, and everybody just wants to to see whatever, but I I do think that they definitely have owner recognition. Like she knows the difference between me and a stranger. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think a lot of the species that I work with are like that. Um, and I can't tell you some, some snakes, I feel like it's visually based. Some I feel like it's scent based and that's just kind of a feel over the years. Uh, I don't know the science behind it with which, uh, which is dominant in each species, but they all have have an order of operation, so to speak, on what they go to in Mm -hmm. situations. Um, but I do think that they're very intelligent snakes, especially like the male. I can see, and even the female, I can see progress from one session to the next mm. where it's clear that they're going, oh, okay, this is this again, and building on right. that. It clicks in the brain. Yeah, so yeah. the only the only part that's failing is, is me not staying as consistent as I need to be, which mm-hmm. is hard with a collection, my size and working and everything else. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, it's an excuse, but it's a valid one. It's a valid, it's one, a valid you know. one, yeah. Work 45 hours a week, and then... You know, I have 120 animals that I'm the sole care for. I'm <laughs> grocery yeah. shopping, I'm doing everything. I don't have anybody cleaning the house. I don't have anybody walking the dog. So, yeah. it's all me.
1: Yeah. No, I think I think that's that's totally valid because I I feel that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but I I think that's um the scent recognition thing. I think that's mm-hmm. that's like a, a massive Huge. massive one because um. There's times where, like, I, you know, we get asked the, the question all the time, like, does it recognize you? Does it know that it's you when you go into the enclosure? And I'm like, if you tend to wear, like, the same cologne or, like, you have the same kind of deodorant or whatever, and, like, they get used to that smell and they remember those interactions, I feel like that plays in your favor as long as the interactions are good, you yeah. know? Um, to an extent, obviously, it's not like, oh, that means it's you, you know, yeah, but yeah. I, I feel like that plays a huge part. So much of their world is scent based, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and of course, you know, it certainly would vary through the species, but. Um. So we
3: were talking about the scent thing. Yeah. 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 African rock pythons. I have tamed every single African rock I've ever worked with via scent training. Um, mm. I cannot tell you. Uh, I know the science works, but I can tell you that I know I've been bitten one time by an African rock python in almost 20 years. I've been bit more by an African rock <laughs> python. Yeah, I, I, I used kept to keep them. a lot yeah. of them. I used to have like over a dozen at a time. Sheesh. Um, and I, I even took on some that were nasty and it worked for me. I wore an old shirt around the house for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Once I let the snake settle in for a couple of weeks into their enclosure, I then used my shirt as substrate mm-hmm. and I just left it be for a while, just did water changes, whatever. And then, to me, it's just one less thing when you go in the cage now. Now they're not thinking, oh, my God, it's a different scent. It's a different sight. It's It's one thing they can just eliminate. Mm. Um, And I I do find they're very visual as well. Mm -hmm. I know, like, the one that I have now, if somebody new comes into the room, she's on them and she wants to kill them. And it's like, she's great with me. I mean, I can take her out and do whatever I want with her. She doesn't care. Yeah. Um, I got in an argument with this guy one time. I was like, dude, I can literally do anything to that snake. I said, I can give her a noogie right now. He's like, you can't give a noogie to an African rock. <laughs> I <literally>, I <laughs> opened, and you're like, I, yeah. o- I opened her cage. I did not even use a hook or anything. I just reached in my bare hand and like scratched her head like this. And she just sat there. And he's like, are you kidding me? with him. I was like, dude, I'm telling you, like, I worked with her. I'm at that level now. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and it's funny because she has like certain rules that she's established that I have to follow. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she does not like to be removed from her enclosure. She likes to come out on her own easy enough. And, and she does like, it's not like I have to once in a while, Wait if I'm busy, I'm like, come on, like, yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. touch her with the hook a little, like, come on, you know, yeah. let's speed it up. <laughs> but she, uh, she likes that. If I let her come out on her own, she's great. If I don't, she'll coil around my arm as like tight as she can. She'll mm-hmm. turn my arm purple and black, like mm-hmm. so tight. Yeah. Don't bite me. But she'll let me know like this does yeah, not this work. This is not how we do so it. So she's yeah. trained me probably more than I've trained her. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's funny and uh, I listened to the episode where you guys were talking with Savannah mm-hmm. and she was talking about that, which is so true. Where we have these relationships that we build with animals and we know what our criteria is, but we don't know what theirs is. We yeah, just yeah, assume. Yeah. And so you could have a great relationship for 15 years and one day you cross a line that you don't realize you crossed mm-hmm. and the animal lets you know, like, no, this doesn't work. Yep. So you always have to be aware that that's, that's what's going on. And people are like, oh, it turned on you. It's like, well, it's not turned on no. you. You crossed the line that you didn't know was there, yeah. mm-hmm. but that's your fault. It's not yeah. the animal's fault. It's communicating to us. We just don't know how to read everything that it's Exactly. I, I
1: think that that one part, I mean, that whole episode was great, but I think yeah. that, that one part key. of that is like, Huge, yeah, and and something that a lot of keepers, even keepers who have been keeping for a while, don't fully grasp. Especially yes. if, especially if they only work with a, with a handful of different species that are fairly typical and common to see in the industry and pretty easy to to deal with. They get into a situation with a species they're unfamiliar with, and they're like, ah, it's just uh, whatever. That's just but those it, terms work. are totally yeah. different with that species. Well, that's like you know? it's
3: always weird to me when you go and you handle somebody else's snake. Like I'm more. Uneasy with so even if it's a species that I know really well, mm-hmm. like I just I have no rapport established with that animal. So I know that the level that it's going to tolerate is less with me than it's going to tolerate with you.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny, like I've I've sold you snakes that were great with me and they were and horrible they with you. Hate me. Yeah. They hate my species, guts. It's a species you're very well versed with. I know how to hold as them as much or more so than me. Yeah. <laughs> and they it's just still. And then I remember I did that program <laughs> with Josh when he was at nerd yes with his tegu mm-hmm. and it like bugged out on me just because I'm holding it different than how he holds it. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't doing anything wrong as far as procedural, but to that animal, like this is different. This is bad.
2: Yeah. 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 And
3: that was a totally tame animal. That's great with him. That just was like, no, yep. they, they took it back and it just sat there and made me look like a total yeah. idiot. You know? <laughs> but that, that happens. Don't
1: let him hold the tegus. It's yeah. a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, and you, you just don't know what part of what you're doing. Like, we always tell people short tails, like, oh, support their body. Mm-hmm. And then I'll carry, like, three in one this hand. Just like, this,
0: like and I got it on one hand. We're cool. <laughs> yeah, and they're, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're totally fine they're because chill. they yeah. know
3: me and they know, like, yeah. I'm not gonna do anything, but yep. all of a sudden a new person does that and I'm like oh. Oh, no, and then no. they start helicoptering their yeah. tail like all yeah. around yeah. and
0: then they start peeing and I'm like, No, 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 support oh
3: yeah. You've been pissed off. It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's literally do as I, I say, not as I do. It, yes. You feel like a parent when you're giving people snake advice because sometimes yeah sometimes because yeah. it's a lot of a lot of what it is is I'm doing this because I know the animal. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I posted the other day, I don't know if you saw, but I was laughing at all those people that were giving Matt Wright crap. Like, he's working with the crocodiles. They're all like, you know, you're becoming way too complacent. It's like, I'm pretty sure he knows what he's doing. Yeah, He's probably one of the most at ease people I've seen working with crocodiles. Mm -hmm. And the way they respond to him is different than a lot of other people I've seen. There's some great people. I know uh, Gatorland has some people down there that are pretty good with it. Mark or Mike or
1: Mike. Oh, yeah, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
3: pretty good with stuff
0: like that as
1: well. Good. But he
0: still knows when it's time to run, you run it's don't turn run. around, run. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Dude, that was when we were when we were what was that the, with the saltwater crocs? Yeah. Yeah. He's me and Rob are up on the platform and Donnie's down with Mike closer to the pond. And Donnie told us afterward, Mike was like, If I say run, don't say what just run. Right, yeah, <laughs>
3: don't, don't turn around, don't look, like just go for the door. Yeah, crocodiles are much different than alligators. Yeah, <laughs> oh have, yeah. You have for so sure. much more room for error with alligators than <laughs> you yeah. do crocodiles.
1: And a big 15-foot salty is not gonna Nothing, yeah. gonna th- going to stop. It's just going to freaking keep going. Yeah. That
3: and the swing zones totally different. Yep. Like you you mm-hmm. have rules that are that are completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can work with alligators your whole life it does not prepare you for that crocodiles. that jump up. Like you, now it gives no. you some base, but you you've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. For sure. Oof. Yeah. You love alligators, though. I do. If I could keep them legally, I would. I would definitely. And it's it's tough because that's another species, like African rocks. I say the same thing. Like it's not a good pet for ninety nine percent of people out there, and and alligators Mm -hmm. not either. It's not really ever a pet, really. Yeah. When you get down to it, but you can build a good relationship with them, and as long as you're willing to understand that that has its limitations, then I think that you can work with them you know, as safely as possible. That's yeah. how I feel with Wally, because
0: Wally, Kevin has raised, as one of our alligators at NERD, Kevin's raised him, her from 1995, and she's been at the building that whole time. And he, when he goes in there, she is like right in with him. Like, yeah. and he, they, he very thoroughly understands their relationship. Although... This winter, when we went to move her from this place, oh, the from place to the
1: old place,
0: she felt like some boundaries were crossed, and she gave us all a run for our money getting That's her true. moved out. Hotspot
1: Hot spot sucks. That's true. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay.
0: <laughs> but uh, I, I think alligators are incredible. And you know, I used to think, because I, I feel like it was kind of the common train of thought that alligators are not very smart. Yeah. But, which is crazy. Which is crazy. But like the more that people are researching them, the more they're finding out how smart they are and how much they can be trained. Yes. And not last year's Tinley, but the Tinley before that, there was actually a presentation. One of the guest speakers was talking about crocodilian intelligence and the way that they've been training some of their Cuban crocs and some of the other crocodiles that they work with. And I was literally sitting in the audience being like, okay, I knew this, but why didn't I know this? Like, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think we're, we're learning a lot especially as as people are really trying to push the boundaries of of understanding reptile intelligence really pushing the boundaries of what we can do with monitor lizards and crocodilians yep. and stuff like that like um I he just joined the live stream but I'll give a shout out to Bruce from the Reptarium who's been like yes. working a lot with the monitors over there um, the the biggest thing that always stands out to me is is the their their night Nile yeah. Abyssuku black big black Nile monitor, but they can just go right in and take it out, and it's for the most part that's a species that is known to be. I, I worked with a Nile years harsh. ago that was great, yeah, and it's like few and far
3: between. Most yeah. of them far are between. assholes. Yeah, <laughs> like they want to kill you. Yeah. At, on sight. But we had one. It, he was he was big too, mm. and just great. You it know, cool. the only yeah. thing you had to be careful. He had a, like a kiddie pool in there for mm-hmm. him to go in. Mm-hmm. Um. And we used to have volunteers that loved to like throw rodents in there for him. So mm-hmm. if you're cleaning and you're moving your fingers around, you yeah. Yeah. You know, he's like, "Ooh!" Uh, but you know, you just—I used to just keep like a paper towel roll and just touch his nose, and that was enough to let him know, like, "Okay, yeah, you know, yeah, no, food,
2: no is food coming." Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
3: But yeah, I mean, you could go right in the enclosure with him, sitting there, scrub, clean, care. You could pet yeah, I didn't him. Didn't care. You know, yeah, it was great.
1: That's that's really great when you when you were able to have enough of that enough of a connection with the animal where. They can just do their thing yeah you being in their enclosure or around their enclosure means absolutely nothing to yep. them. Yes. you know that's that's so key I, I
3: terrified a friend of mine one day i had this kid and he used to always come just to try to borrow money from me and he was not familiar <laughs> with reptiles at all <laughs> um so he came in he came in one day and i had that particular monitors that he had like double doors in the front and i had him open into his like enclosure i was cleaning it mm-hmm. and he had no desire to come out a lot of animals if they're comfortable in their enclosure they just stay in there yeah and uh so he, he had no desire to come out with the doors were open. My buddy walked in with a bag from Dunkin' Donuts. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, what do you mean? I said, they love donuts. I'm like, he's going <laughs> to come out to you. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, where they come from, that's one of the things that they feed on is donuts. And he's like, his face is
1: like, flush. I'm like,
3: I'm like, dude, do you think that like, there's, like, a donut shop out there? Like, no. Uh, <laughs> but when people don't know, it's really easy to mess oh, with them. it so was great. <laughs> Meanwhile, you probably could have thrown the donut in front of the thing and been like, what the hell am I supposed to do? Yeah, right. Else? What is this? All yeah. of a sudden, he grabs that's it. It's like, white rodent. Right? And yeah. thrashes it. That's knocking absolutely
1: it all over the place. wonderful. That'd
3: be oh, He was, he was oh. like, terrified. I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, oh, that's too good. Unless you, you rolled around the chicken pan, you're good, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, seriously. That's... See, that's probably one of the few things I dread uh, working working at NERD is if I have to be in the rodent room early in the day, oh, I'm yeah. like, I don't want to do day, anything else for the rest nope. of the day in I'm any of the reptile work. rooms, man. Yep. Yeah. I'm
0: not doing anything with reptiles the rest of the day. Yeah. I'm not trying to get chewed on. Yeah, no. Pass. And
3: they know. And you get that smell in there. <laughs> if you yep. look back on like your history of bites, there's there's probably a third of them where you're like, oh yeah, yep, I was
1: rodents and yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Exactly. Bad. Exactly. So bad. Yeah.
3: And Probably olives is. treat you like that all the time. It's <laughs> like you were just in the road and room. <laughs> it it's like so do wolves it's like, and blackheads and yeah. stuff too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, all that just,
1: a lot of that Australian stuff is like food You and, touched a rat you. six weeks ago. I you you are a rat. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's right. Right, exactly. Matter of yeah. fact, this tub might be a rat. <laughs> 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 chewing Australian on Australian stuff, man. If your Australian
3: stuff's not eating.
1: Yeah. Something's yeah wrong. then 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 you really know something's <laughs> yeah. wrong yeah either either it's gravid or there's something wrong yeah <laughs> yep oh, So dan man. you've
0: had a really sordid past you didn't always just do like focus on short tails and do like the, the sordid huh? huh yes you've had a very sordid past you
3: you kept venomous for a while too right uh, i had a couple of venomous snakes early on um which i was not supposed to have she lived in pennsylvania it was no no i mean (laughs) i i would rather be honest with people and and learn from mistakes i didn't get any trouble from it but it was really stupid um that was like probably 14 years ago now yeah um but yeah i had i had a a albino a sunset phase albino monocled cobra i worked with a couple rattlesnakes Um, but that monocle Cobra, that was like my baby. That was my dream snake. I had to have it Mm -hmm. and I was like, I don't care. And it was really stupid on my part though, because living in Connecticut, there's no antivenom at the hospital nope. for you. And monocled yeah. cobra venom can act pretty fast. Pretty fast. Yeah. So yeah. had I gotten bit, there's a pretty high percentage, I was at best gonna lose a digit. I was gonna say at least
0: lose uh, yeah, at,
2: at, you Yeah.
1: Know, I played with the monocled cobra. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. Yes. <Yeah. laughs> it's, it's metal now because oh, you yes. lost the two middle fingers.
3: But yeah, no, I, uh, I I eventually got rid of that animal because I decided that, you know, I, I smartened up yeah. really. Yeah. Because it was a very unsafe situation. And, uh, you know, she was, she was fairly docile. Um, she had her moments. Monocles can definitely yes. have their days where they're just like, no, you're not coming in my cage. And she had those yeah. days. Um, I also really stupidly kept her in a vision cage. Not the vision cages On the are lip. bad, but oh yeah, she would sit up there <laughs> yeah. and it's like, I need to get to the water, but I'm not sticking my arm in there. And <laughs> yep. I can't quite get the dish with the hook. You know? <laughs> so there was a couple of times where she got a new water dish put in there. <laughs> yep. and I was like, well, I can't get to that one today. Yep. That um, was,
1: dude, that was me with with my Amazons. I made the mistake of keeping Amazon tree boas oh, yeah. in, in vision cages Please, and not stuff. Gonna and die, that going to you're going to bleed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I don't, they're not in the plant. Oh, crap. And yeah. by the time you've noticed that they've already keyed in on yeah. you and they're like, it's going down. Yeah,
3: yeah. and they're not like, maybe we're going to bite. They're like, nah. I can get them Heat 16 signature. times. Yeah, I got exactly. It. I got it. I remember watching like a Fear Factor episode where they were sending people in. there was a bunch of them hanging. I'm like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know if I would do
2: that. Yeah, how much right. money are we
1: talking? It's
3: got to be really good because yeah. I don't like snakes, but that's a blood. That thing. sucks. Yeah, uh,
1: the lip of doom, man. Yeah. no matter what the species. Yeah.
3: So I, I definitely wouldn't make that do that again. I mean, you could probably keep like gaboons in there because they're not going to sit themselves up there. I wouldn't think you would hope. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I did? Because uh, when wow. I was running the shop up yeah. in Maine with
0: Jason, our dis our showroom, like our front. Area, the retail store, mm-hmm. we used all vision cages. Mm-hmm. So, what I did is I cut styrofoam inserts that fit in that lip so nothing could get in that lip because That's I was like, when I'm going through and doing water changes and feeding stuff, I don't want to have to worry about getting railed by. We had Angolan pythons, we had Amazon tree bows, we had green yeah. tree pythons. I was like, I don't want to have to worry about sticking my hand in here. So, I yeah. literally
3: just put foam all along that lip so that they couldn't get in there. It's too bad because that shop was nice. Yes. I only went up there at the end, but it was. But it was nice even then. We kept it really clean. Yeah, it was. It was. And I've been to my share of reptile shops, and I'm not going to name names, but there's some where you, you want to shower as soon as you leave. Yeah. And then there's some where you're like, I could eat off of that cage. and yeah. You know, yeah. We guys, were close to that. You were, yeah. You were, it depends on what I'm eating. Piece of pizza, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, cream of wheat. Spaghetti, eh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure.
0: Oh, man. So. What is your next breeding season look like? Cause you, I know that you're planning some really cool stuff with maybe Ron Burgundy. <sighs>
3: I'm, I'm planning it again. Your feelings. Is, is Ron planning it is the question. <laughs> and we are always at the mercy of our animals. So Ron Burgundy is a super special
0: red blood Python that you've got.
3: Yeah. So he, it's actually the first blood Python pairing that I did. And, uh, you know, not first short tail, but first blood Python. And, uh, I only held back one male because that's the male I want to breed to mm-hmm. this one female and this one female has been sitting there ever since for four <laughs> no, years doing oof. nothing just oof. waiting for love <clears> and <throat> he, he does not want to provide said love damn um, I'm hoping this year is the year and uh, if not uh, I will have a come to Jesus with him <laughs> I had one with Raiden because I bred her like three years in a row and she gave me nothing and I told her like, oof. you are going to be evicted and homeless mm. if you do not <laughs> yeah. give me eggs, and she gave me eggs. There you go. So I may need to have a talk with Ron, <laughs> yeah. you know. And maybe it's just my fault. I haven't done the birds and bees thing with him. Maybe yeah. he's just confused yeah. where to go, what to do. Yeah. You got to uh, rub the rub hole, the peens. So I might I might have to jump on some peens. kind of some kind yeah. of educational video for him and just put it on his tub. <laughs> so maybe you can see what's going on. Mm. Um, but yeah, and there's there's always the possibility that you know he is female with short tails. Unfortunately, sometimes. That happens. Was he one that I sex? Um, no. No. no, you're not. You're not responsible. Woo! I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I always love the fact that I'm waiting for the day that you're like this one from you. Sex wrong? Man. Well, I <laughs> oh, hey, we checked listen, it. Man. I know if, if it's wrong, it was probably <laughs> my fault.
0: I'm sorry for anyone who's bought snakes from Dan. If it was sex wrong in the last three years, yeah, it Rob. Was Rob is always.
3: Rob is always my go-to. Yeah. I I feel very strongly with short tails that they should be sexed by like two or three people yes and get a consensus because they can be tough and it's weird you can have a clutch where it's so easy oh, yeah. everything's obvious and then you mm. have the clutch where it's like one out of 15 is obvious and the rest are like what the hell do I have yeah Um. yeah that marble to marble clutch this year they were super obvious the girls were like yeah.
0: nothing in there and the boys were like Yeah,
3: and it's not always like that for for people that don't work with them. uh, The females basically have what amounts to mock hemipenes. Yes. So it's it's a little more frustrating than your typical thing where like a ball python you pop it it's got them or it doesn't basically. The females have
0: these like little tiny peens and the males have slightly bigger peens. Yeah. So it's like you gotta, and they're vasculated too, so they're like pink like a hemipen and they're like longer than what you think a scent gland would be. Yeah. But they're not quite as big as a hemipene, so it's like.
3: Very, It's very notorious that people miss sex, short tails. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a thing, and it it happens to pretty much everybody that's ever bred them, I think, at some point has done it at least once. (laughs) No one's ever come back to me, knock on wood, yet, but I'm sure it's going to happen someday. Yeah, I'm only, I'm just waiting for the day where... But it's kind of different in the short tail community, because you, you like, you expect it to happen at some point to you, so you don't, if I buy a snake from somebody, it turns out to be miss sex, like kind of um, like it's a bummer but but, you know like i there's situations with stuff where you plan around a whole Mm -hmm. breeding and then it's like oh well now i have two girls uh, yeah 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 so i have to start over again but you know, it's not like if I, if I bought another species and it missed sex, like, I'd be mad and be like, hey, like, what are you going to do about this? Yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. But those, those I would just, I might tell the person, like, hey, you know, j- crack a joke or something yeah. and move on with my life. Yeah, and and for short tails, I think it's not as big a
0: deal also because when people are planning a season around, like, a lot of other species, like ball pythons or car pythons, they're like, okay, I can take this male and put him to multiple different females. And most people who do short tails are like, this male goes to this female. Yeah. Maybe also
3: this female. But once, it's, he, once <laughs> I did three. Yeah. He knocked up all three. But yeah, so I, uh, I had spot on the father to the two that you have from me there. Mm-hmm. Um, he knocked up three in one season and that wasn't even necessarily intended. Like I bred two females and then he was done mm-hmm. and I had another one that I'm like, wow, well, she seems like she's ready to go. I'll throw him in and see what happens. I put him in there once and eggs. boom. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was um, I'm it sucks. that I lost him because he was like dynamic. Yes. He's, Literally never put him in with a female that didn't give me a good clutch, ever. Not once. Wow. That's pretty crazy. That means that the boy I got from you is going to do the same thing. Yeah, he should. be <laughs> he better. He's carrying yeah. on those jeans. He's got it. He's got those super potent... Um, uh, and, and his son, I just bred his son Orion this year, one for one, so... Boom! I like that. Yeah. yeah. Cool he went it. in there. He went in with Lilith. I got a really nice clutch out of them, so... Oh, yeah. So far, we're batting a 1,000 with that line, so you don't, don't screw it up, Rob. I'm...
0: I feel weight on my shoulders you should <laughs> you oh should. it's there it's there I mean, he's plenty br- big enough to breed right now oh yeah so. yeah for sure I'm, I'm not too concerned I'm just worried the girl will maybe she won't go we'll see I'm trying not to don't go crazy with the short tails just of don't see even jinx it I know I'm trying not to go yeah, crazy with
3: the short tails positive of vibes bro yeah <laughs>
0: it's all good all positive all good all good things this,
3: this year good. I want to get the Australian stuff down because I have not had a ton of success with that yet yeah but I kind of need to get them cooler than I can in my house, which is the struggle with mm. keeping multiple species where the temperatures that I need to get them down to would, like, kill the short tails. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I've yeah. moved some stuff around this year. I've got my male olive out in a different room. I've got my female separate in a different room, so I'm hoping mm. that now I can
2: drop, can drop them to and
3: where I need to go because if you don't get them down to, like, 60, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. And if you put short tails at 60 and I run a lot of ambient, Oof. like...
2: Yeah, that's it. Not only Game is it not over. happening, they're they're they're
3: gonna it's never freezer yeah. pets. Yeah, yeah. it's like, never you know. happening. Yeah, so so it's been difficult. So I've gotten copulation and stuff like that, but I haven't gotten her to ovulate because I'm yeah. not getting him cool enough and I'm not getting her. Cool I see enough. you should talk to. J- have you talked to Jason about
0: them? Yeah, and I- he I always saying. yells at me. Gotta get, Got get older. I'm Yeah, like, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he when yeah. he bred him, he literally had him against the basement wall, like the outside foundation wall. Their six-foot yeah. cages were up against that.
3: For the, for one, the, one thing I, I talked to Scott about time. when I was over at his house was, like, some of his stuff that he needs to get cooler and his room's too warm, he literally puts them in tubs and brings them down into, like, his living room yep. and just sits them in there for a few hours every night or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I have to, I can do stuff like that as well, Yeah. Um, which I'll do whatever it takes this year. I'm going to get something. You better.
0: I want a baby olive, just so you know.
3: Okay. I actually really
0: like olive pythons.
3: I do, too. Like, I, I enjoy them, but I've, I've just accepted, like, the females are going to bite and rat me. The male doesn't. He's great. I can just, I go right into his cage, just grab him out. No hook, no nothing. Mm. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. The girls, if I did that,
2: yep. they and already that's... fight and
3: wrap me anyways when yeah. they know it's not yeah. me. <laughs> but if I, if I don't make that distinction, I'm definitely getting
0: lit up. Yeah. yeah. The ones that Jason had were so amazing, dude. Like, they just like glide. They like float when they move. They're so Their agile. Skin is
3: different, too. Mm-hmm. It feels so, it's cool. so soft.
0: They just yeah. like.
3: And it's Ugh. also cool because, like, you can see your husbandry with those snakes. Yes. You can look across the room and go, you know what, I need a little hum- more humidity in there. Humidity is a little too high. Like, it's very obvious. And they're so tolerant of temperature. Yes. I mean, they can take 60. They can take 100. Like, it just doesn't. Like, it's nothing. No. Yeah. Like, it's nothing. I've had a couple of days where my room got really hot. And I came in there. And I'm like, how are you, like, and they're just chilling just on the hot chilling. side. Yeah, on the hot yeah, side. And they're yeah. like, like oh,
0: all the short order. tails are like way up in yeah. the front. Like, push in the water dish. You're yeah. like oh boy and
3: all of us are like oh it's no big deal yeah.
0: we're yeah. cool
1: it's, it's, good. it's good it's the, cha- <laughs> the challenge of keeping different species in one room yes man.
3: especially right. trying to do ambient like you have to find a happy medium when mm-hmm. you do ambient that's why I've tried to switch some stuff off of the ambient so I can control it a little bit more mm-hmm.
1: yeah I just I, I just went through so when I got some of the Freedom Breeder Racks that are in my room the triple wide racks had uh, 11 inch heat panels but the double wide racks had like the 4 inch heat mm-hmm. panels and I didn't didn't worry about it until like this upcoming breeding season. And I was like, man, this is this isn't gonna work. Yeah, you know, I was like, I need those eleven-inch heat panels on the double wide so I can control that a little bit, but especially for like like seven eight foot carpet pythons like a strip of four inch <laughs> heat tape in the back just it ain't cutting you, it yeah, man you're gonna
3: lay on your tail
1: yeah exactly it's like where the rat is digesting that is what lays across the heat tape so i was like no we're gonna do this and it, it ended up working working out for the better because the, the triple wide rack is where i have a lot of my mails and stuff and like they don't really they don't really care i usually don't Pump them heavy with food anyway. So it's like, no, there you go. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Just exist on that. But yeah, I was like, who wanted 11 inch heat panels on this triple wide rack? I don't know. You know, but I mean, whatever. (laughs) It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. So, Dan, you also have spotted
3: pythons as well. I do. I really want to produce like them? them. I love them, Yeah, which is awesome. funny. It was never a species that was on my radar. Mm-hmm. And literally somebody I know local in Connecticut was like, oh, I really want a baby spotted python. And, um, you know, she had one other snake, so she wasn't, like, really in the community. So I'm like, well, let me look around and see what I can find for you. Mm-hmm. So I started looking around for her. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, these are really cool. You know, like I had seen a few of them, but I never really thought much of it. And uh, I happened to find a female Cape York that was an adult. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a swing at that because she was really pretty, uh, and I am so glad I did. Unfortunately, she came with mites, mm-hmm. and uh, the seller was not really helpful. Not that I needed help with mites, you know, kept reptiles long enough. And I didn't know how to deal with it. And yeah. I contacted him. He's like, well, what do you want me to do, send you mite spray? And it's like, well, yeah. you know, I paid top, <laughs> top dollar for an animal that came loaded with mites. Like, yeah, yeah. If it were me sending that out, I would probably do something. But uh, I'm like, I don't need mite spray. Like, I can treat for mites it would be nice to like at least say sorry yeah but (laughs) i'm sorry yeah yeah, he wasn't even like he didn't even care so i will never buy from him again yeah um simply because you know i didn't really necessarily ask for anything so i can't fault him for not giving me anything
2: yeah yeah but like
3: you could have at least said here's 25 bucks even or you know i'm so sorry oh my god something yeah
1: yeah yeah some recognition which obviously the fact
3: that he didn't react that way means that Mm -hmm. he probably Mm -hmm. has mites and all kinds of stuff yeah and uh, you know he didn't produce the animal, so you know how it goes when you're getting
2: Secondhand. some of that, yeah, 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 yeah.
3: But uh, but you know I saw the mites. I, I always open my snake boxes outside of my house when I ship stuff, mm-hmm. and then if they have mites, I soak them literally out in the yard in a in a tub before they even come in the house, and I burn the box right away in my fire pit and everything that <laughs> came in there. Yeah, um, yeah, And then I'll put you know some prevention in there in their tub and set them up from there. Yeah, in quarantine. So. You know, I never saw a mite again after that day with her because I just I
1: caught it. Yeah, it took it. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, but she's worked out. Just a wonderful animal has the best temperament. You know, you see all these horror stories people that are spotted biting them like I'm talking about. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yep. Neither of my spotted pythons have ever looked at That's me funny awesome. I'm glad cuz yeah. I've had a lot of them chew on me. <laughs> yeah. The mail, you remember I got the mail yes, at uh, Tinley cuz you guys you guys yeah. brought it back for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he was up up at Nerd for a little oh, yeah, while. He was part, great. he was great. Yeah. Like you reach right into his cage and just pick just him up. He came right out. He He's like, like literally just come right up yeah. to you like, like hey. nothing. Yeah. I put him in a way too big of a tub for what you would think. <laughs> And like real basic for quarantine, just a water dish and paper, mm-hmm. and he just reach right in and grab it and He's just like, hey, like, yeah. totally cool with it.
1: That's what I when I kept him bread spotted in the past. My adults were like that. there yeah. you could do whatever. My children's pythons. I've heard horror stories. Were the freaking devils. <laughs> yeah, those two. Like I have, I have some old photos, probably from like ten years ago, like trying to take a picture of one of my children's pythons, and right when I was about <laughs> to click. Bam! Grabbed my phone, freaking wrapped my Ooh. phone. And I took my buddy's phone and just took a picture of it wrapped on my phone. I was like, I just wanted a picture. This yeah, wasn't the
3: picture I wanted. Uh, <laughs> so my biggest question this year, I got them to to you know pair up uh, two, two seasons ago. He was really small, so I didn't even think he was going to pair up. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh, my God, I have two males. Because it sounded like they were fighting, like trashing the tub, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I opened it, they're like freaking out. And then all of a sudden they were locked up and they were good and they locked up throughout the season. And now they're great together. Yeah. Um. But I don't know what's going to happen this year because I've moved her now into a 4x2. um, mm. And he's like so freaking small that I'm afraid he's going to go down <laughs> into like the, the door dam of like the AP cage. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't even know if I can pair. I might have to move her back to her tub to let them pair Some up pairing. and put her yeah, back in the yeah, cage. Yeah. Um, which I don't think will bother her at all. She's so chill with everything mm-hmm. um, before I, I had her cage you know heated and everything I just let her like roam around in there a couple times and she was all about it yeah and she's another one. I can just reach right into her cage and grab her. She'll come right out and crawl into my hands and yeah. she still eats ravenously but um,
1: yeah. they're she such just knows a cool. A cool little species they're a pretty smart yeah. snake
3: for that size you you think yeah. of snakes that size and I'm like eh. yeah that's what I was thinking before I, I really worked with them even when I worked
0: with them I was like ah it's just like a little tiny snake it's going to act like kind of like corn snake where it's like mm-hmm. I'm
3: be- being predated on and yeah, yeah. and
0: freaking know, out they definitely some
3: of the ones I worked with show that they got a little bit more going on yeah yeah and then I have I have uh, water pythons as well those are cool and uh, you know I had one that was awesome and she died yeah. mm. and uh, I don't know what happened to her. I mean, she was awesome. She was doing great. And then I, I went on a trip, I came home and, and she was dead. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she, she was on ambient. So it's not like she overheated. Cause yeah. that was the first thing that I thought. Um, and the room did not get that hot. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, they don't like it hot, but it mm-hmm. would have Still, to get yeah. into like the mid nineties to cause a problem at all. And even then they can tolerate it. Um, but yeah, so the adult pair that I have, are flighty as hell the female the female has gotten away from me at least like four or five times where like i open the tub and she just like Whee! darts into the air and she's gone <laughs> and the most recent time i I, uh, I used to have a an african gray so her cage is still in my living room i've just never taken it out of it has been in there for years since mm-hmm. she past and i just don't have the heart to move it like i still need it there for sentimental reasons yeah yeah but her this rack that i keep Because I keep the Australian stuff in the living room so it's cooler, Mm -hmm. Um, was like six feet away. And before I could even react, she was up into the bird cage. Uh, So then I'm like trying to hold on to part of her and coax her through. uh, Yeah. It took me a while, but I got her. Dude, that's
1: always the worst. They don't want to bite.
3: They just want to
0: fly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And pee on you? No. Hmm. She's just flighty. The ones that I've worked with
1: peed a lot. They're peers, Yeah. 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 I How do, none with, of my
3: australian stuff has ever peed on me with the exception of the white lips they did not even pee; they just must
1: yeah but i never worked with any of the water python species um but i, I did with i did work with uh maclots oh, for I have a while two. and those They'd those leak. things were super cool hmm. um my female though i'll never forget one day i had a friend over wasn't really a snake guy but was like that thing just looks really interesting so he wanted to see it and she's fairly mild-mannered for what maclots are known to be and uh, he's just like he's just like touching it whatever and i saw her make a little twitch room. of the <laughs> head and i was like dude i'm going to count to 3 and you're going to move your hand really fast back to your body <laughs> and he was like what and as soon as i hit 3 and he pulled his hand away it was like simultaneous. Like she knew I was counting at three and that <laughs> yeah. was the countdown for her to strike because it missed him by like half an inch. And he was like, dude, you saved my life. <laughs> and I was like, she's only four feet long, bro. It wasn't that big of a deal, but I get it. Their bites do suck.
3: <laughs> my, my two max, man, they are both like just driven to bite me as often yeah. as possible. Oof. And I've even, I've even tried like, oh, you know, I, I will not. I refuse to wear gloves. I just will not. I'm mm-hmm. not that person. It'll yep. never happen. <laughs> I would rather get bit and deal with my dignity. <laughs> than, that's but I've like, I'll wear a sweatshirt with them, and like, yeah. I'll just let them crawl on my arm. Just yeah. drill in the sweatshirt right into my arm, which obviously doesn't save me. I'm still getting bit. Yeah, yeah. But it's like anything. Any, they just want food all the time. Mm-hmm. And I am perpetually like, I am a big proponent of like feeding light, and they are mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a pretty high metabolism, so yeah. I, I, they're I mean, like, you kid. can feed them a lot yeah. more. Yeah. But I'm just like, you're going to eat on my schedule. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, we're just going to keep biting you. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, that's where we are, and we're not making up any ground at all. Yeah. Uh, if I take them outside they're all right because they're just focused elsewhere
2: mm-hmm. but
3: i have a video from like, a couple years ago of my male like outside and i'm sitting on the ground and he's just attacking my like thigh and i'm like what is your plan <laughs> he's like he's like this, this big. big yeah and i'm like what are you gonna do <laughs> like, yeah i had a, i had a retic stalk me outside one day uh he was a male tiger he was probably about six feet at the time maybe mm, yeah and, you know when they're six feet they're still really thin they're yeah. not you know they're not they don't really fill out until they get into like that Eight that, foot range, right, right, right. You know, and uh, so I'm sitting in the grass, and I look over, and I'm like, "He's stalking me, like food stalking me."
1: Yeah.
3: And I'm like watching <laughs> him. playing. I'm watching, <laughs> yeah. I'm watching him and watching him, and and you can just it, to people that know snake behavior, you can see the difference when you're being food stalked versus like mm-hmm. whatever else, curiosity, defensive, whatever. Right, right. And he's doing those slow, deliberate movements, like not giving he up his position. curl up a little bit. He, you know? Yeah. He's moving forward, but getting into position. And so as he got close enough where I knew he was going to go, I, I was filming him the whole time. I probably still have the video somewhere.
1: I think I remember seeing And I like
3: moved at the last minute. And of course he fired like a food strike. And yeah. I'm like, I remember saying to him, like, what is your plan? Yeah. <laughs> even, even if you were to kill me, what are you going to do? He was just trying to lay down
0: next to you yeah. to see if to the you were size, small to enough. To size you up, yeah. yeah.
3: But it's like I'm 230 pounds and you're like seven, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like what? What are you gonna do here? We take some big eyes, okay? Yeah. You From don't water have dishes you're and thumbs. So you're not gonna cut me up. Yeah. Like, what are we gonna do? You could
0: maybe.
1: He's gonna get call two his fingers. Asian water monitor friend to yeah. come rip into chunks. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh yeah, my but
3: gosh. it made me laugh because that, that's where you realize when we talk about like intelligence, and I do consider them a somewhat intelligent species, but they're an intelligent species that does some really dumb things. Yes. And uh, and so some people use that to dismiss their intelligence me. Yeah, <laughs> I do that um, they, they are intelligent, but there's certain things that they're just stuck on an in instinct yeah, Shuts yeah, them yeah. Off. And, and their instinct is like when they're in food mode Like there is no yeah. telling them that this is not once they're at that point, you know you can use a hook and you can break Certain food responses, but there's yeah. some where even the hook is not going to stop. Yeah, exactly. like the food, I, the hook is food. Yeah, like that, when like I first that damn here. video with that chick. It's like this snake is oh, giving you yeah. 17 signs that it is looking for food. Yeah. yeah. Let's just stick our hand in yeah. this
1: <laughs> space. When um, When I first moved here and had stuff downstairs, um, obviously the room is right there. And uh, it was the first time I couldn't turn off my female retic's food response. Mm. And like, usually I could go in there, tap with the hook, no problem. Good to go. So, yeah, when I got her down here, it was like the next day I went to just check on everybody, see how everybody was doing. And she was right up at the yeah. front. And I was like, all right, whatever. I know it's like she had tipped her water. So I was like, all right, I'll go in there, grab her water bowl. And as soon as I opened it up, flew yeah. out. I was like, whoa, where's the what hook? What you doing? Grabbed the hook, wrapped the hook. And I was like, okay, all right, I get it. But let's settle down. Got her off the hook went right back onto the hook and i I have a couple pictures of her like just wrapped the whole hook i took a couple pictures and i sent i sent them over to kevin i was like bro Mm. this is ridiculous yeah what extra tricks do you have to turn off this food response because yeah i don't i don't know
3: and then it's weird you see people that like keep their snakes and rodents in the same room and their snakes like not giving them a food response yeah
1: So they just become desensitized to it until it's literally right in front of them.
3: So my snakes, a lot of my snakes won't react to live food. I feed almost exclusively frozen thawed. Mm. So I could bring live rats into my snake room and I can go. I've done videos before, too, because with the people that are like, well, food aggression because you feed in the cage. I'm like, no, that's not why. Um, so I literally did a video with some snakes where like I brought live rats into the room and I handled the live rats And then I took out my short tails. Mm. And I'm like no reaction at all And then I picked up a frozen thawed and you could watch like the second Whing! the second where the snakes Switches on to oh, this is a food source. Yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're smart like that some of them some there's no hope <laughs> uh, But yeah, so I, I it's weird how how they do that but if I thaw food even though it's several rooms away like you just know when up. you walk into my room and everybody's at the front, I have to start opening drawers with hooks because yep. otherwise mm. they're coming down and swinging because they know right where my hand is. Even in the tubs, they can't see through; they know they know it's where right I there. Grab. Oh yeah,
1: yep. that's that's probably the the most quote fun is uh, when we have to feed any of the snakes down in the basement. Mm. That uh, that those two CB seventy racks where Kev's got some of those ball pythons, mm-hmm. they're all opaque bins. But when they start smelling rodents, they're just launching out yeah. and you never expect that from a ball python yes yeah. so there's been a few times i've literally watched them come out and like grab dan in the hand mm. or whatever and i'm just like
2: <laughs>
1: these the
3: sumatran short tails are the yeah. worst they have no patience and they I, I i have three or four of them that are in that are still small enough where they're in my ars rack and it's like i could i could stick my hand in their face when i'm not feeding but once they smell rats thawing in the other room even if i'm not it's feeding them over you're not getting in there and doing anything tonight because it's yeah. just, it's
1: just done. Mm-hmm. One of my, one of my Borneos is like that. I have a few Borneos like, too. Yeah. yeah. It's like, as soon as, as soon as the smell of rat or rodent at all enters the room, they're like, it's, what? it's, it's mine. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, I've been waiting I'm like, for. what if it was a pinky mouse? Like, yeah. what, what are you doing? You're four feet long. And what you are you know doing? know it, it would try
3: to eat it. 100%. Yeah. And it would be doing like an awkward. The weird <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. I'm killing it. There's a few killing times it. I've like needed to get rid of something. And I'm like, all right, this is too small for you, but I'll give it to you. And you're like, watch them struggle and you kind of feel bad. You're like, yeah. okay. <laughs> and you're like, They're trying to get from- a coil on it and they can't. Yeah. And like their mind just keeps like, I got a coil. I got a coil. Yeah
1: they're like the death roll of just trying to coil that yeah. yeah. you're like
3: that's no, just just try and eat it yeah. just i'm just just try well, it's already dead you don't even have to do that
1: yeah yeah exactly my, my exactly. berm
3: is that way and i know rob is a huge berm fan uh, yeah. but i have to turn the lights off in the room and i have to leave <laughs> dead prey in his cage and i have to leave because he'll still you'll hear him like 10 minutes later violently strike this item that's been in his cage for 10 minutes has been yes. dead for Three months in the freezer. Yeah, I mean they're um, known for their intelligence. Yeah, and uh, you just hear them like rolling around. I will say to, to <laughs> Berm's defense, uh, a wild caught Berm versus what oh, captivity yeah. has done to them is much different. Oh yeah, that captivity is true, has yeah. made them extremely stupid. Yeah, extremely That's stupid. That's fair. Um, That's fair. And I, I know people love Berms, and I, I get that. But like at some point, you've got to admit like they're not intelligent. They're not, yeah, you know wild ones. Yes, they they because they have to be to survive. They they're a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like albino berms especially. Like, there's an animal that was inbred so much that oh, like, yeah,
1: yeah. It's,
3: it's bad.
0: Yeah,
1: they,
3: they can count to potato. Yeah,
1: they can.
3: They're, they're like an old monarchy. Like they've, been, they've uh, been in the family for a long time. Yeah, and, and yeah, It's yeah. starting to show.
1: Yep, I've got I've got uh, my four. I like my four. That's all I got. Yeah.
3: The one I have That's was a rescue. I would I would have not. I'll admit sometimes people breed berms and I'm like, wow, that's really nice looking. And I think about it and I'm like, I'm not, yeah I'm not a (laughs) Burmese python. I can, I can talk about mine and say that he's a rescue and he was a legit rescue yeah and you know, he needed, you know, some rehab and whatever. And so I just kept him. Yeah. But if I ever bought one, like now I have to hide who I am and <laughs> leave, leave the community. So I, I can't do it. Yeah. Uh, Rob, Rob
1: and I have an understanding. If I ever have more berms than short, short tails, tails, we can't be friends anymore. Yeah. So I'm like, fair. that's fair. That's very fair. I don't ever plan to have more than five berms in my so life. Every
3: time you purchase a berm, you purchase two short tails. And Essentially,
1: that's how I have to offset it. But uh, right. luckily,
3: <laughs> he's like,
1: damn, a loophole. <laughs> luckily I know exactly see my thing with with burns I've kept burns in the past but I never really wanted to get back into them until um I saw where the price point was on the caramels the caramels have always caught my attention since I was a kid I love caramel everything yeah so I was like okay I'm gonna grab that and I got a stupid deal on um on a labyrinth and I was like oh man caramel or caramel labs would be like the ultimate and I was like cool. All right. That's what I'm going to go for. And then I got my hands on an albino green that was also Het Lab. And I was like, green caramel labs would be even cooler. And then I was like, okay, you have to stop. They're going to find out you like them. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I mean, I don't mind them, but it's just I think part of it is kind of like ball pythons where the snakes themselves aren't as bad as a lot of people that keep them. Mm -hmm. Which kind of, it forms an opinion in your head where like you're looking at the animal and you're seeing the reflection of the community sometimes yeah 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 you know um and there's wonderful people that work with balls wonderful people that work with berms but it just seems like when you when you think about like the prototypical person sometimes you know i'm picturing that guy that like intentionally sticks his arm in there to get bit by his berms and like that's when i big like plywood cage yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. that's what i visualize and he's probably like a great guy or whatever Mm -hmm. i don't know but i just picture like (laughs) rob's like that's that's i just picture like when you're like, oh, Burberry's python, that's what I'm picturing. Yes. You yeah, are. yeah,
1: yeah. Between that and the people that are like, look at this big poop
2: yeah. that my snake just took. I'm Laying holding this big
3: poop. Squish it. Yeah. I will admit, like, I am tempted to post that only because there's somebody that gets like so triggered by it that I just like want to trigger is, them more. Is it Rob? No.
2: Oh, no. okay. No.
1: All
3: right. Uh, so I do sometimes think <laughs> didn't like know that God. It triggers me.
2: <laughs>
1: no, huh? no, he does.
3: No, 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 big no. Big poop. I did. I did. Big poop triggers me. I did because you've sent me like. Pictures before where you're like,
0: ah, why is this guy doing this? I don't understand. He's laying a giant
3: poop on his arm and he's like, look at how big my burn poops. And I'm like, why?
2: Yeah. Whoa. Dude,
1: what? it gets why? in the
3: ladies. Really, the only time that I ever take pictures of that kind of stuff is if somebody's like new to it. And they're like, well, what should I expect? I'm like, this. I yeah. I only do that's that.
0: That's fair. If it's a really small, short tail with a really big poop, I'm where, like,
3: where it's like, how did that even come out of their body? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's incredible. That's sometimes. bigger than an egg. Yeah. Like. I I actually weighed a poop once because I'm like, I gotta know. <laughs> I, I, put it, I put it in a plastic bag and I put it on my scale and it was three pounds.
2: <laughs> Holy oh crap! I mean, it, was, it was
3: a uh, like a 28 pound female, but still. Yeah, that's, that's a, lot a lot of, of poop. Yeah. And then I, I had one female, uh, another one that I weighed one time because I was like that's ridiculous she was eight pounds empty and the poop was just over two I'm like that is a quarter of your body (laughs) of your body weight so I I was like talking to somebody I'm like I'm 230 pounds imagine like I went (laughs) to the bathroom and here comes like 55 pounds of shit Like, can you imagine? Like, just the... I can't. I can't imagine. This has oh, gone too no. long. This is too really far. Direction. But it's, it's crazy. Like, 25% of your body weight is all
1: All yeah. I'm envisioning is that scene from Jurassic Park when yeah. they're at the pile of Triceratops. He takes uh, his and he's off. like, oh my... And then just sticks his hand oh, right in it. And it's like, look uh, at my burn poo. No. <laughs> yeah, no, these were short tails.
3: But yeah, to to your, to your point, there's some, especially when they're at, like... Like, they they seem to go regularly when they're hatchlings for a while, and then all of a sudden they just hit a point where they start holding on to it, Mm. and those first couple, you're just like, dude, yeah, you you can go. You can go at any time. You just just go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i had a customer i had a customer recently messaged me they're like i know they hold on to it but like i looked back at my records and it hasn't pooped since i got it from you and it was like over a year and then it finally went and they were like oh my god <laughs> like, yeah you know and, and i always tell people like there's a point to me where like i have to imagine the animal's uncomfortable holding yeah. that much yeah, yeah yeah and so if they get to a point where i feel like it's been too long or sometimes you can palpate and feel like there's a particular right. urate that's yeah, stuck. Then, up, I, yeah. then I might throw them in a, in a, you know, swim them in the tub a little bit or take them outside, get them to move get around a more. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think half the reason short tails hold as long as they do is they're so sedentary. Yeah. And, mm. and you can give them all the enrichment you want to. Like, they are not going to get encouraged to move unless they have to.
2: Yeah.
3: And... They're a snake that prioritizes security over everything. Mm-hmm. So yep. they find a spot where they're comfortable. Like they won't even go to get water for a week or two. Sometimes mm-hmm. like they'll just stay
2: there. Mm-hmm.
3: They do seem to like fresh water. So I notice a lot of my short tails right when I change it. Yeah, they'll come over they'll and come get a over. drink, and then they don't touch it for like a week. Yep. Yeah. You know, even if I come in, unless I come in and change it again, then they might.
2: Yeah. But yeah,
3: the, yeah. That change where they haven't drank in about a week or week and a half, they're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> here we go.
1: Yeah. Oh man. oh, man. All right, so we're wrap, We're getting close to the wrap-up time. Yeah. But before we do... We have the final closing question. The final closing Bye. question, which I've we see, I've everybody. listened
3: to this how many times, and I'm still not prepared. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, Dan, what in the realm of reptile, be it in something in your collection or something you've seen scrolling online, because that's all we ever have time to do in these times, has got you really excited?
3: So I have to admit... um, I just came back from from Josh's, mm. and I have never ever had tegus on my radar, but he is like so into them, mm-hmm. and like being somebody that I respect so much, like mm. seeing his passion for them, yeah, has been like these are actually really cool animals, and like I've always thought if I got a lizard, it would probably be like a black dragon or some kind of water monitor, and those mm. coming eye are, are pretty mm. amazing. Those coming eye are pretty. Sweet, like yeah. those, especially seeing the adults in person now, because mm. you can see them in a picture and a pretty but in person, wow. Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually excited. And, and that and the fact that he's been hatching mertens, like, that that's really, really cool excites stuff. me.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Shout so. out to Josh at JJO Reptiles. Yep. For real. real. Bam. Herptofana. Herptofana. He changed it. He did. Yes. He did, yeah. My bad. That's a throwback. Sorry. It is a throwback. Yeah. by Josh Ortiz. Yeah. Check him out.
3: Yeah, I, uh, I actually my, my most recent YouTube video there, I have a bunch of YouTube videos coming from down there. Uh, but I linked his Instagram there and stuff because he, he does produce cool stuff. Yeah. And you guys need to follow him and encourage him to post more content. Yes, yeah. because he doesn't like to be social sometimes. <laughs> But he's through. got really nice animals. He does awesome have stuff. really nice and, animals, and yeah. And if you're a customer and you're asking questions, he's great with stuff like that. But yeah. mm-hmm. he's, he's just like, he's not out there in the community like, say, we are where he's in groups and he's doing a lot of that stuff. He kind of yeah, just yeah. stays Every in once way. in a while
1: he's like, check out this cool thing I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he Runs away for a while longer, yeah. But, yeah, so
3: I, I, going down there, and I went down there two years ago, mm-hmm. but now that he's got all the outdoor stuff done and yeah, stuff, like, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so definitely that kind of excites me, even though it's not like my passion, mm-hmm. just seeing somebody else's passion and, and how cool they really are, uh, definitely made me a believer in those. Hell yeah. So Dan, if people want to find
0: out more about you and the things that you're doing, what are your social <laughs> links? Where should they find you? First of all,
3: seek help from a professional. Um, <laughs> if, if My life is exciting you. Uh, but I am, I am on YouTube and on Instagram as Dan Magano Snakes and then i'm also on facebook but i think instagram and youtube are probably the best place if you're you know looking for the reptile stuff because i don't post very much on facebook now other than like links to stuff on instagram, instagram and youtube, and YouTube. <laughs> yeah it's just it's way too too political and i just don't want to be on my feed yeah. much yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I spend more time on instagram and on uh on youtube now and i'm trying to pump out pump out videos for youtube and share some good content there hell yeah hell yeah dude we're gonna have to have you back again sometime. Yeah, hell Thanks yeah, dude. Thanks for doing it, man. I suppose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm up here enough, right?
2: Cool.